are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic or lethargic and weak? Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now, here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase and I am so thrilled to be with you today. Today our subject is continuing on the subject of relationships. How relationships relate back to our healing or lack of healing. But before we get into that... I would like to say you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, my website, thehealingwhisper.com, and I want to encourage everyone to head on over to voiceamerica.tv, check out my TV show over there, The Healing Whisper, Marianne's Garden, as well as The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. And I'd also like to remind everybody that this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. So everything contained in this show is the opinion of myself, Dr. Marianne Chase. Please, always Check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. All right, last week we talked about relationships and, in general, how relationships affect us. And I can summarize it in this saying every problem that we have comes from stress. I have said that many, many times on this show. Every problem that we have comes from stress. And you know what? Stress comes from fear. And then fear is actually the opposite of love. And when you think about it, there is no love outside of any relationship no matter what that relationship is. And likewise, in opposite, there is no fear outside of any relationship. And folks, we're talking about relationships with our parents, with our grandparents, with our ancestors. We're talking about relationships with our children, with our siblings, We've talked about relationships with our co-workers and our extended family. Everywhere you look, there is a relationship. There is even a relationship with yourself. And if you will, there is a relationship with God. And you can't have love outside of any of those relationships, much less fear outside of any of those relationships. And when you've got love in your life, 
It produces joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, trust, humility, healthy self-control, and healthy relationships. Those are all the categories that we talk about all the time. And then, just the opposite of that love producing the joy, love, peace. Fear, the opposite of love. It produces sadness, rejection, low self-worth, anxiety, worry, unhealthy self-control separation, and it pulls relationships apart, quite simply. So that is it. And, you know, I could just leave it there and say, okay, we're done. But let's just get into a little more detail. When we are in a relationship, What are some of the things that are going on? Well, today I would like to talk about the six basic relationship issues. And then next week, I will talk about three critical relationship issues. And one final thing that keeps us in a shall we say, stuck position with our relationship. But like I said, today I'm going to go over the six basic relationship issues that we all carry, every single one of us. Now, the first of those basic relationship issues is pain. Now, I don't know anyone, including myself, that hasn't had pain in a relationship. It actually is part of the territory. It comes with it. You cannot have a relationship without pain. And the thing that comes to my mind first and foremost is my relationship with my father. Then the second thing that comes first or second in my memory is in my relationship with my spouse. Now I loved my father I loved him very much, and we had what is called a very good relationship. And as my father advanced on in life and age, he gave up on life, and he found a way out. He didn't commit suicide in the strictest sense of the word. But he did get sick. He was tired. And I understand that now. But at the time, in my mind and in my experience, 
he was not an old man. He was only 75. And I remembered growing up him always saying he didn't want to live past 75. Because you know what? In his belief, 75 meant the end of the road. It was elderly. And he just didn't want to experience life at that age. He didn't believe that life after 75 was life at all. And several things had happened in his life over his entire life that made him very tired. His relationship with my mother was not the best, although they were still married. He wanted out. And he found a way out through severe depression that eventually caused him to not eat or drink, which put him into kidney failure. It caused so much pain in my life, so much pain, because I loved my father. And the pain of seeing him take himself out, it was very painful. In the next area of the relationship, a relationship that causes pain, and you know what? This causes pain for every single individual that is married. And it doesn't matter who your spouse is or where your spouse comes from or even what your spousal gender is. There will be pain in that relationship. The key is not giving up on a relationship just because there is pain. And how do you respond to the pain of a relationship? You could have the response of fear. You could have the response of sadness. You could have the response of anger and rejection. Irritation, frustration, bitterness, resentment. All of those come from fear. You can choose that response or you can choose the response of love, joy, peace, and patience when it comes to pain in a relationship. Now I say you can choose which would imply 
that you would have the free will to choose or even the the fortitude, the willpower as such to choose love, joy, patience, and peace versus anger, irritation, frustration. But unfortunately, we really don't have that kind of willpower and we don't really have that kind of choice. You might say, well, why not? We've always been told we have willpower. We've always been told we have free will. Well, you know what? You don't have that free will. Not as long as you have a belief that this relationship will always cause me pain. This relationship will always, or any relationship for that matter, will always cause anger, irritation, frustration. And yes, when somebody you love, when somebody whom you are in a relationship with, or more correctly said, with whom you are in a relationship, does something that really makes you mad or irritates the living daylights out of you, and it happens, you can possibly choose to change that. After the break, I'll tell you how. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Tune in every Tuesday for C. diff, spores, and more with host Nancy Kerala. Our program is to provide information about C. diff, healthcare-associated infections, and more. Nancy is a C. diff survivor, healthcare professional, and founder and executive director of the C. diff Foundation. Together with her guests, we'll explore C. diff infection prevention, treatments, environmental safety, and more. Listen every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and today we are talking in some depth about some of these basic relationship issues. I just finished just before the break talking about when we have pain in a relationship. And folks, we will always have pain in the relationship. When we have pain, we can respond one of two ways. We can respond in love or we can respond in fear, which is the opposite of love. Now, I mentioned that there will be a way that you can actually choose to respond in love versus fear. And it all has to do with your belief system. Now, if you believe that the best way to respond to pain in a relationship is to respond in Fear, which means anger, irritation, frustration, bitterness, and resentment. If you believe that's the best way, you either learned that programming over the years or when you were young, or you inherited that programming. And the best way to get rid of that programming is through energy medicine to learn differently, to change your beliefs differently so that of these six basic relationship issues, the first being pain, the second being how do we respond to that pain. And as soon as energetically you change your belief about the way to respond to the pain, Let's just say your kids just did something that just made you madder than a wet hen. And believe me, when a chicken gets wet, they get mad. (laughs) Stay out of the way. When we experience that kind of anger when somebody has done something that makes us mad... You can either stuff the anger and stuff it and stuff it and stuff it because the kids, knowing kids, they will consistently do stuff that makes you mad. It's just the way kids are. Or you can acknowledge that anger and Stuff it only momentarily to respond to the child in love. Now, have you ever had one of your kids or somebody else's child break something, something that you loved, something that was precious? They might have done it accidentally, which was probably what happened. And that accident might have come from behaviors that they knew they shouldn't have been doing. 
Maybe they were running around in the house and playing rough and knocked that precious item off onto the floor and it broke. Kids will do that. The anger response might be something like yelling at the child, punishing them severely, corporally, and degrading the child for being stupid or careless or clumsy or any of those things that the child would put into their belief system. I am a bad person or I am clumsy or I am careless. You can choose that kind of anger response or you can choose the kind of response of little Johnny, little Jane. I have told you many, many times not to play that way inside the house. If they're old enough, have them clean up the mess. And yes, there would be a punishment that comes along with it. Because for every action, consequences need to happen. But if you take an action of anger, the consequences are against you, not the child. And you've damaged the relationship by responding in something less than love. Now, if you have healed your beliefs and changed them, when you're responding to pain, you will be able to respond in a way of love. You will be able to respond in a way of trust and forgiveness. I spend so much time on forgiveness and I can't spend enough time on forgiveness. So going back to that child that broke that precious item, are you able to forgive the child? Or do you remember it for the rest of your life? And every time you think about that broken item, there's a little bubble of anger that comes up in you. That is a poor response. And that child will always feel that unforgiveness. Even as an adult, let's say you're 99 years old and you still get angry over that broken thing. And your kid is 79 years old. They'll feel it. They will feel that anger. And, I don't know, if you're 99 years old, you probably need help. At least, not only from your 79-year-old kid, but maybe their 59-year-old kid, and so on and so forth. But if that relationship has been broken because of lack of forgiveness over a small item that was broken 
And yes, folks, we do carry things like that for our entire lives. Then you need to have your programming healed. And that is our third basic relationship issue. When our programming, like just like a computer, is negative, if it's got bugs in it, if it's been done incorrectly, then our beliefs, our actions towards others, as in kindness, our goodness is attacked, our belief of our goodness, and certainly our trust. Let's go back to that broken item. Have you ever stopped trusting an individual, a single person, because of what happened? Now, we're talking about a broken item, which is an actual physical item. But what if somebody violated your trust in a certain way? Say your spouse had an affair. Or your parent didn't come to a ball game you were playing in or a play you were in. Have you lost all trust in your parents at that point that they would ever come to see you play in a game or in a play? Maybe it only happened once and never happened again. But does that kernel of distrust sit in your heart? They'll never come to see me. And do you take that kernel of distrust on to the next relationship? That's what our programming is about. It's like I said, if you have a belief to distrust everyone for this, that, or the other, it's, it's causing damage. You could say, comparing it to a computer, it's, it's like your hard drive your database, all of the things that you believe in your hard drive, in your database, are negative. They're wrong. And I don't know about you, but if I my computer has a virus, which is a negative programming, then it's just simply not working right. And the same thing goes with your internal programming. Did you know that there have been studies that have shown that we have 
absolutely no mechanism in our bodies, in our beliefs, in our souls and spirits to experience the negative. And because of that, when the negative comes along, that is what is causing the stress. And it's those fear-based programming that's causing us to malfunction. Just like a virus on your computer will cause it to malfunction. Folks, when we come back from the break, we'll continue a little bit more on this programming as well as the remaining relationship issues. So don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1 866 472 5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am so glad that to be with you today. And I'm really glad that you've stuck in there with me. I would like to remind everybody that you can connect with me on my Facebook page, The Healing Whisper, as well as Twitter, LinkedIn, and my website, thehealingwhisper.com. And head on over to voiceamerica.tv and check out my show over there. It starts with The Healing Whisper. What do you know? Today we're talking about the six basic relationship issues and just before the break I was finishing up with this whole issue of our programming. Now our programming is 
Well, I've talked about it, what seems to me, endlessly. But if you are just joining this show, you can find out more about how this negative programming works in us by going to past shows, as well as going over to voiceamerica.tv. And the TV show is I show you how to do basic healing codes. And the healing codes are an energy modality to change these negative beliefs. Either get rid of them or change them to a positive belief. Now, when our programming is negative, that means that we have negative beliefs, that we do not act in kindness or goodness. And what goodness is, is how do we believe about ourselves? Do you believe that you're good or do you believe that you are bad? And, you know, growing up during my era, the thing was to say, you are a bad person for breaking that item. Well, actually, no, it was not you that was bad, it was your behavior that was not good. You, on the other hand, are good. But it's when the behavior, and folks, we are all programmed with that negative behavior ability. And the other thing about our programming is it impacts our trust of other people. Now, the next thing that comes about in our relationship issues is the thing about our attitude towards our relationships. You know, have you ever heard this expression, your attitude determines your altitude, how up or how high you tend to be? And I I honestly, I'd have to look it up as to who actually said that. It could have been Jim Roche, it could have been Zig Ziglar, but it's been around for a while. And the reason it's been around for a while is because your attitude does determine your altitude. Have you ever been around somebody all the time who is negative all the time, a negative attitude? Shall we say the attitude of Eeyore, the famous donkey from Winnie the Pooh, that attitude of glass is half empty all the time, that attitude of nobody's going to love me. You know, attitude comes out of positive statements and your beliefs. 
this is something, the attitude is something that at least half of that you can take control of. Number one, in a relationship that you're working on, ask that person to let you know every time you say a negative statement. And when they do, actually when you ask them, promise them and promise yourself that you will not become angry or blow up or melt down about that notification. And that's what I call it. Ask your spouse, ask your friend, ask whomever you are in a relationship for notification when you make a negative statement. It will be very difficult at first to hear that. Very difficult. But when you do hear that, as you promised, as you made a vow, shall we say, to that other person, not to get angry, not to melt down, as you promised, don't do it. You may have to take it into your heart and mull it around a bit. But immediately change that negative statement into a positive statement. And I'm going to use another rather trite statement here and say, turn that frown upside down. The reason those statements hang around and can be so irritating sometimes is because there is a kernel of truth, or shall we say a lot of truth, to them. And the reason they're irritating is because the truth hits home and It causes pain. So let's just say you make a negative statement about somebody. Something like, oh, Jane Doe is so stupid. How do you change something like that around? Because you believe Jane Doe is stupid, or maybe Jane Doe does a lot of what you call stupid things. Rather than say Jane Doe is stupid, change it to Jane Doe did these stupid things. Not that saying stupid things is positive, but it takes that 
Nadie statement about the person, away from the person, and turns it into the actions. And it will give you the opportunity to look at those stupid things that was were done and say, how is my relationship with Jane Doe, how can that be changed? Or how can I respond differently to those stupid things? Or how can I help Jane Doe stop doing those stupid things? What can be done different? Of course, with Jane Doe's permission. Don't ever, ever, ever try to educate somebody about their stupid actions by your definition without their permission. Because as soon as you're advising somebody without their permission, without them wanting the advice, you're telling them that you believe they are not capable or unable to do whatever it is you're advising them about. And that will break a relationship as well. Which brings me into the next, the fifth relationship issue of judgment. Now, you made a judgment about Jane Doe's actions being stupid. And it's impossible not to make judgments about actions. I mean, we all do. But are you making that judgment from a position of superiority or even inferiority? I would greatly encourage you to go back to my show about judgment and my guest that I had on that particular show. I I think it's been about a year, but uh, go back to that. Folks, when we judge, we are actually going into an unforgiveness position. And like I said, we are being either superior or inferior, which is a humility issue. And when you judge, it comes right back at you. It causes you to be judged, and that has to do with your own goodness and your beliefs around your goodness. Folks, when we come back from the break, I will get into some significant details about judgment, and then we will go over our last relationship issue. Don't go away. (laughs) 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit thehealingwhisper.com and click coaching. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. are listening to the healing whisper a return to peace if you would like to comment or have a question about our show today please call in to 1-866-472-5792 that's 1-866-472-5792 if you'd rather send an email our email address is the healing whisper at mindspring.com now back to the show Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Mary Ann Chase, and we will finish up our conversation about the six basic relationship issues. Just before the break, I got into judgment, and I encouraged everybody to check out my show about that. And uh, I, I during the break, I took up the time to look that up. And so go back to June Yeah, June 24th of 2016, yeah, over a year ago, and my guest was Robin Perry Braun. And as Robin said, we all make judgments, and when we do make judgments, especially a negative judgment, it will come back to haunt us, and it will come back to us. And folks, this is not just a law of of Judeo-Christian beliefs. This is a law of nature. And what you give out will come back. It's, It's quantum mechanics. Enough said about that. That particular thing. So, We've made a judgment because we might have had a negative attitude. And when we make the judgment, we did it because we either felt superior or inferior to another person. And because of that, when that judgment comes back, it will come back to us to make us feel inferior because if you feel you are superior to another person which sorry to tell you this no one is superior to any other single person you may earn more income you may have a prettier car but that does not make you the individual superior You may feel you're superior, and that is a negative and untrue belief. 
And when the judgment that you have made on another person that you are superior comes back to you, it comes back in the form of knocking you down a few notches. So first of all, if you do feel superior, take a look at that. Is it truly that you feel superior or is it that you actually feel inferior and you're using pride as a way to cover up that inferiority? Because another very true expression that's been around, say, let's uh, for a few thousand years, very true expression is that pride comes before the fall. And that's just another law of nature. And if any of these things come up for you when you are making a judgment that you feel better than or not better than another person, then that belief needs to be healed. That action needs to be modified. Which brings us to the sixth and the final relationship issue, basic relationship issue. And that is of behavior. How do we behave towards other individuals? Other people that we have a relationship with. You know, our behaviors come out of the category of self-control and harmful actions. And this is the culmination of all those previous categories that I have discussed today. That category of pain. How do we respond to pain? What is our programming like? What is our attitude like with other people? How are we judging other people? It all comes down to how do we behave? Because when you respond to pain in anger, yelling at that child for breaking that item, that is behavior. And if you believe that some person or thing is always going to be doing something towards you in a negative way, you set your behavior up to respond back to that person in a negative way as well. And maybe your beliefs are well substantiated. Now, that brings me to this. Folks, if you are in a relationship that is abusive, either physically or mentally or verbally, you need to find a way to get out of that relationship. Because it's damaging you. It's changing your beliefs. It's making you act 
behave this way towards everybody else. So all of these six items, the pain, the response to pain, your programming, your attitude, your judgment, and your behavior all relate back to our self-control, our humility, our trust, goodness, kindness, patience, peace, joy, and ultimately love. Or our beliefs of lack of love. And all of those, every single one of them, will make us ill if we are in a negative place with them. It affects our endocrine system, our skin, our gut, our immune system, our central nervous system, our respiratory system, our reproductive system, our circulatory system, our muscles and skeleton. Yeah, every single one of those systems. Every single thing that I have spoken about over the course of this show And I'm repeating myself. Just go to voiceamerica.tv to the Healing Whisper and watch the videos on how to use the energy method of the healing codes to change those beliefs. Next week, we will be talking about critical things involved in our relationships. And I hope I will be able to begin teaching you a new healing code modality. All of that being said, all of these beliefs, everything I've talked about today has to do with the beliefs in our heart. So as King Solomon said thousands of years ago, he did say pride goes before the fall. He also said, above all else, guard your heart, for everything you do flows from it. And until next week, blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. We hope to talk to you again next week. Bye.